Hi, I'm Mokan. Welcome to Div 660. I feel like these lights are really in our faces today. Who are you? Simon. Sorry. All right, introduce it. I thought Mokan would introduce the show and then introduce himself. No, he also said you need to introduce yourself. Awkward. Yeah, but he also said, you also gave me shit for a full season because I didn't let you introduce the show. No, 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 it's different. See, you said you have to I'm Simon. Yourself. I've been working here for a long time and I've been getting shit for like seven years. Yeah. I am Peas and I've been giving shit for seven years. <laughs> I'm Chris and I play for the Stoics in D4A. I, I'm Eagle, and I'm the guy who came up with this stupid idea. <laughs> I'm really happy you did. I'm really, yes. And I'm, I'm happy to punish you for it every week. Yes. Actually, Chris took it seriously. I know. I took it too seriously. So how do we fire him? He's new. <laughs> it's not his fault. He's new. Get <laughs> oh, a there chance. Well, welcome to uh, week two of FPF, Div 6 and 6D. It is Simon, PZ Eagle, and our newest member who is uh, skipping last week because he was supposed to be sick. And Chris Rivet. Yay! Yeah. All right, Chris. Welcome to the show, Chris. <laughs> thank you, thank you. All right. I think last week we claimed you had tuberculosis. I hope that's all clear. Right. I thought it was chickenpox. I had that. I believe it was the weather you guys said, if I remember correctly. The no. Weather. Also Yo, he was paying attention. Because <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't. All right, so Chris, off to a resounding start right now. His first ever... Uh, is this your first ever uh, Call of the Audible? Officially second. Second. I came, I think, two, three seasons ago. For who? Uh, he was helping us set up with, uh, obviously this is a real background, yes. um, where we have these excellent player posters behind us, but he helped us do the lighting of the real background that's behind us. You, you know, uh, the, that picture, it looks like you know, Theo's giving you like an elbow. There's a lot of pictures now, so it might not be that one. No, maybe not. <laughs> maybe not. All right, it is 6.6D. Let's uh, dive into it. Uh, the week that was for 6 and 6D, I saw a couple of games. I know PZ saw a whole bunch. Simon. Pertain to the like Shaw games, which I'm sure he did. I'm everywhere. Uh, gentlemen, let's dive into Diff 6 and what caught your attention uh, from this past week. It was quite the eventful week of games that we had. Well, in Div 6, uh, Mighty Ducks uh, got back. In, I'm just going to call them the Ducks. Like it's, it, they just, How do we call them the Adam Banks? They're D2, the, the Mighty Ducks. So call them the Adam Banks. What's wrong with Mighty Ducks? Because when I'm writing my article, it's a pain in the ass. They were the Ducks for like a full season. That's just one word. No, it's it's D two colon the mighty ducks. So call them the Adam Banks. <laughs> I, by the way, when teams have punctuation, I remove it when I'm writing the article. NWO, and half the time you're going to be autocorrected to now, and that's your fault. <laughs> I'm not responsible. <laughs> it is what it is. Um, so the mighty ducks, uh, they had a rough first week. They came back. They beat the replacements, um, and that's kind of what we expected from the mighty ducks. I thought they would give. Uh, Vic in a box, more trouble the first week. But now uh, Matt Damone just looked a lot more comfortable, um, able to get all of his pieces involved. This is a really good receiving squad. It's better than the receiving cores he had when he played in a higher division in Les Acres. So, man, Ooh, that's a big statement. Absolutely, it is. It is. It's it's just because we don't know the names. But Big Ren, we've played with him. He's a, he's a very talented player. He's a nice guy. Uh, JD Jolly, I know I know he, he couldn't catch whatever Chris Rive was pretending to have last week. Uh, but he got two touchdowns in this game. Martin Jackson returns from 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 this after, and then like guys from this team that we know, like you know, uh, whether it's Kenny Murset or, or or vast amount of talent on this team, um, they they're set to compete, and I'm glad to see them doing well. Um, Frank Tillicolatrella is still struggling to put points on the board for replacements. Yeah, oh, I spoke to the Ducks, uh, Renault Saint Laurent, back in December, and, and big win. Yeah, the big R. And big you know, R. speaking to the Adam Banks leader, he, he said that our team's going to be good, but the quarterback position was still up in the air, right? Because 
Demol, I think, hadn't fully committed because he had other opportunities to be in a hard division. But to get him back, though, I think it really calms and soothes his team because they had relatively good success with him at the pivot position, though. Is it surprising to anyone that he can throw into six? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I remember like he was in the four not so long. Ago. He was like, yeah, he was in the four and fine, and he was a very good Division Five quarterback. Yes, yeah, he was. somehow like constantly playoff bound Division Five quarterback. And they just won yes a championship in the spring. With but the was, exact, well, well, but they were in E two. No, they were bumped to E two. They, they were bumped they down E one. Yeah. So now Div six is slightly weaker than what Div E is yeah. in the spring. So he's playing in a slightly weaker division with a potentially better team than and, what he and, had and a full season with them and, and like more time to develop timing and spacing with and him. they won so technically if they don't win this year it's a failure failure yeah and if he doesn't win quarterback of the year double failure oh boy if uh if he doesn't uh reach a lifetime milestone as well like his first million failure so are we, are we anointing <laughs> them as uh so what about like having a kid does that count also if he doesn't have a kid failure no but does he need to have both the kid and the million all of dollars. them, all of them. Well, actually, no, no. I'll, I'll, settle, I'll settle on one milestone because he should be all right. Yeah, he should already be a millionaire. <laughs> so, are we anointing him as the favorite stand for a dip six? Sell some furniture, bro. In six D, six, six. Yeah, sell some furniture. Bro. It's furniture. <laughs> it is what it is. Um, I thought they would, but honestly, there's there's some good teams in dip six. I dip six is unknown talent, bro. Deep. Yeah, well, they're this back. week. This yeah. week they destroyed Green Monster, like forty three and nothing. Zero. They added a ringer because that's what they needed apparently. Who I know talent? Nikki Nikki Farinacho, I believe. So I know talent is is a good team. Green Monsters defense has always been a little like Green Monsters defense was their thing. Offense has always been shaky, but they allowed forty three points. So yeah. if you throw five interceptions, it doesn't matter how good your defense is. But they wow. were they were they were nowhere on the same I mean, level as. Uh, this as, was a slaughter. No, there was this was a complete slaughter. Green Monster had no business being on that football field. They were like five steps behind. Every play thrown against some offense and defense, and you can see this team huffing and puffing. And you know, we talk about Barazzoni and what he does. I, I look, I think uh, he's. We'll talk about it also on on the, on the show, but he showed some signs that maybe this could be a, a calling card for him at the lower division to be a quarterback for the next couple of years. Well, the thing is, um, I think his speed and his ability to to roll and move out of the pocket helped him neutralize the pass rush of Patrick Jason. The, the height and the long arms um, didn't bother him as much as it bothers a lot of other quarterbacks in the league. Because in Division Six, you get mobile quarterbacks who often can't throw or guys who can throw the ball but can't move. Yeah. And in, in, in Alessandro Baratoni, you have a guy who can actually do both. Yeah. So um, I think that was the case. That, that, that's part of why he was able to be so, so successful. Correct me if I'm wrong for You're wrong. Uh, for uh, Alice. <laughs> Thank I you for the insights. <laughs> I, I think I saw him play in Div 4-8 uh, two seasons ago with the commission for a brief yes, time. Yes, as a receiver. And he, uh, first that's the first time I saw him play there, and he impressed me pretty much. What I like about him is he's fearless. He's not afraid of like throwing it deep, and he's not mm -hmm. afraid of, of, uh, of, of getting it, you know? And I think when you do that in lower divisions, you have a higher chance of, of winning when you have that instinct of just it, letting it's, it go. It know? depends on the type of defense. So, so the... With um, Green Monster, you tend to get the same look on defense. They just execute really well. So because of his arm strength and because of his ability to move, uh, Alessandro Barazzoni was able to just demolish that. So mm -hmm. I think that there are games where he may struggle because he threw a lot of interceptions in the fall. And what it was is that, again, he took too many chances when he had available underneath routes. That's my one knock on him. I, I actually I love the dude. I, uh, I thought they could have and should have played in a higher division this season. 
Um, but personally, like I'm happy to see them on my schedule. I like I like the challenge. I think it's going to be super cool. Um, and I like the guys. They're, they're really good kids. I had so a chance to film them during the um, the, the finals. Fo- the finals. Yeah. And like, a bunch of talented guys. But the one knock that I do have to say that they do tend to get worked up on themselves and they, they tend to get heated sometimes. Like during that game, they they were at one point four players. They already came to to the field at five players, mm-hmm. and they came to four players because Alessandro got angry, like spiked the ball, got an OC after five games. I think if he gets that under control and he he, he comes to play every game, cool, calm, and collected, I don't see unknown talent losing many well, games. Well, he's he's a prisoner. They're a prisoner of the moment, those guys, because you are right. They are a bunch of hotheads if things go against them. Uh, there's been times, whether yeah. it's them. Italians the are the worst. What? <laughs> well, I can I'm, say not seeing, I'm not seeing. I can say it. Italians You're are the worst. But but we talk about you know th- whether they're as a unit or individually on different teams. These guys have had some blowups, right? But they they play with such emotion. They feed off emotion, and it also kills them. And I think that's w- one thing that they're going to learn as they move along in the season, gentlemen. That they're going to have to play mature football if they're going to become or can be considered a contender for uh, Div Six. I just need to support this team because my uh, doppelganger is on it. Alex Dacula is on the team. Oh really? It's a far more talented Alex. Excuse Dacula. me, what? Come again? Is that why you have, you added Eagle to your name? Yes. There, there's literally another Alex Dacquil in the league now. <laughs> is he like better looking than you? He's better looking. He's better athletic. He's better at school. He is me, but better. Eagle, you have to research what he does for a living. Yeah, please. We want to know by the by the end of the show. We already we already researched him in the fall. He was student athlete of the year at Champlain. We're friends on Facebook now. <laughs> You were on the show when we did it live. Yeah, but, yeah, but it's been like six months. Maybe yeah, you changed. Yeah, remember what he did like two minutes ago. Man, I don't, I didn't remember. You, you, you have brain broke. He does. You yes. have brain broke. He's, he's, he's a goldfish. If you go to the doctor, he's gonna be, dude. <laughs> You got brain broke. But you know, wait, Sorry, there's nothing we can do. I remember like, a play from like 2011 in, in spring season week four in Lachine. Like, yeah, you know, I threw like a 14-yard out to like Jody Jolie, and yeah, he made a great catch, and yeah, we scored. Because yeah, what happens is Simon, Simon only thinks about or remembers – Things Co- about Simon Dyer. Corey Kennedy. <laughs> yeah, great catch. Week, t- week 13 of 2014. Week 13. Uh, hey, we don't, I haven't made it week 13 in a long time. <laughs> you haven't made it past <laughs> week 10 in a long time. Uh, 6D, gentlemen. Uh, some games that caught the attention. Uh, LSA, Los Siete Amigos. Uh, big win over Bud Knights. Uh, hey. And every time we praise the Bud Knights, <laughs> they, fail. they screw up they the next fail. week, man. They the fail. best defense in all football. That's what, who said that? Simo, in, in, right. in FPF history. I have a very short-term bandwagon. Yeah. Right now, I'm on Vultures in Div 6, so mm. I'm expecting them to fail next week. <laughs> they will. Just yeah. can, you, can you like them the week I play what, them? What you, should, what, what you should do is place bets on the team that, you, that, that you're <laughs> betting for. <laughs> Sorry, um. Vultures. <laughs> you know, I, I saw Chocolate Barracudas after struggling week one. They got a win, win over uh, Rosedale Renovations. Uh, Luzon Pierre is... A guy, I don't know if he can play quarterback. I just know he's a fantastic athlete. So um, we'll have to see how that develops because he, he only threw two of the three touchdown passes um, in this game. And to see only seven completions by an, a winning offense is uh, odd odd, and not a recipe for success down the line. But are you, are you surprised looking at the overall body of games from this past week? I believe uh, – it was six or seven games that were within range of seven points or less, or eight points or less. Does that bode well for six D to say, "Hey, absolutely"? I thought I thought six D was gonna be the blowout division. We all did. And and to be honest, this week was was nice. And I, I started writing my article already because thing thing takes me goddamn forever. It'll be released on what day? <laughs> It'll be released between Friday evening and Saturday morning. Depends on my level of alcohol consumption on Friday. Of uh, you mean? 
milk, right? No, I don't drink milk. I'm lactose intolerant. I'm not <laughs> alcohol intolerant. Soy milk. Um, milk. That sounds terrible. There's no tits on the soy. (laughs) There were two games that were decided by one point, uh, and then two other games that were decided by one score. I was saying a thing. I gave you actual numbers now. No, but I was saying a thing where I had numbers. Uh, You don't have numbers. Check these numbers, though, Eagle, because I may be wrong. Um, As far as I know, there's only one 2-0 team in 16. 16 Which is good. Computing. I don't know why I just said that. 60 or 60? No, you're wrong. How many? Los Siete Amigos and DGC. So two. Two, uh, two, two and O teams in <coughs> Division 60. And three O and two teams. Yeah. yeah. Which is still Which good. is to say, like, Which we only good. have two undefeated teams after a couple of weeks. That's Which pretty impressive. Which well for the yeah. league. Well, it's good for that division. The, so the, the, one, I, the one thing I have about 60 at the moment is the offenses are not good. Explosive. Yes. Well, like, there's a lot of game what, like what, hold on. between 19 and 21 points. Are you expecting to be like, well, like uh, Pat Mahomes and the no, KC offense dropping like 45 points per half here? No, but it could be the other way around. Like Brewers sc- did. Yeah, you could be scoring like you know, Brewers have more experience though, guys. Yeah, yeah. right. But they did not play well in the first week. Brewers After, did and oh, B ballers did actually. Because you because you could score like 35 points if the other defense makes mistakes. Like it doesn't mean your offense is great, but. Nobody scored more than three touchdowns. I was doing that thing to let you talk about one of these two teams specifically. Yeah, it's, like, it's a pre-sell. It's a segue. Yeah. It's segue. Like, but then... That. Brewers and B-Ballers both scored 40. <laughs> yeah. Well, so no, talk about one of the teams. Yeah. <laughs> Just uh, for everyone's information, Los Siete Amigos has the highest points for at 64 after two games. And Lionhearts have the largest points against at 63. So yeah. you can say there people aren't putting up a lot of points. If the average is going to be somewhere around like low 40s. Yeah, so okay, so since we're talking about 0-2 squads, so are you more surprised with Hurricane season Goon Squad or 4th of 20 being 0-2, given that they've had a wealth of experience playing in FBF? Um, so I will say Hurricane season has had a difficult schedule so far. Eagle mm-hmm. will dig that up as I continue talking. Um, Goon Squad doesn't entirely surprise me because they make a lot of mistakes and they, there are small fundamental things they need to learn on both sides of the ball. And I think they need to chill. <laughs> Guys, relax. It's a rec league. It's not the Super Bowl. Chill. It was a fun game. There's no need to get so riled up. Uh, you'll play better if you're more relaxed. Hurt. Fourth and 20 does kind of surprise me, however, because they, they did have a decent amount of success last time around. But I'll let Eagle fill us in with information. Hurricane season lost to Vultures 25-20 and Dirty uh, Landry. That's going to be confusing. They're at 32-20. Uh, <sighs> their next games are Channel 4 News Team. Mm-hmm. Not easy. Fourth and 20. Mm-hmm. Uh, D2, uh, Mighty Ducks. Yeah. The Adam Banks. Vic in a Box. TBA. Yeah. Warriors, the Pack, and unknown talent. They have the, they, they have the wins. they have the hardest schedule. I see two wins, and right they're not a, they're not a bad team. They're a good team. Yeah, they're, they're just not going to win. I'm surprised games. they're like if you just. I'm, look I'm sorry, at bro. <laughs> and fourth and twenty also lost to Dirty Laundry. Uh, they lost to the Pack, and then they have Vultures. Hurricane season. Zone six ballers, seven rounders, Fat Diablos, replacements, Channel Four news team, yeah, and average so Joe. You know what's going to happen now? That's not bad. What's though. worse than Matt Radio? What? What's worse than Matt Radio? Uh, List Radio. List Radio. <laughs> you know what's going to happen now? Like, and Dell's going to be like, yo, man, you made fun of me. I go, no, I didn't. Yeah, you guys do. We're not, you ain't talking to the media anymore. That's what Andel's going to tell me right now. You know, anyway, don't talk it's to okay, me It's okay, because we're not interviewing you, man. <laughs> <laughs> Goon Squad lost to NWO and Hot Sauce Sports, and they got Warriors, Sharknado, Pension Plan, Green Monster, Channel 4 News Team, 7th oh, Rounders, TBA, and Unknown Talent. All right, so uh, out of those three teams, uh, without listening to the schedule they have uh, at front, in front of them, if you had to pick one squad to make playoffs, who is it right now? Uh, amongst these three teams? Yeah. The problem is, I really like Hurricane Season. I think it's a good team, but their schedule, their schedule is, is so bad that they're going to be stuck 
they're gonna get some wins. They're not. They're not gonna finish two and eight. I believe they're gonna finish like four and six. I don't agree. I think. I think Mo's right. You think it's gonna be less than four I th- wins? I piece. think it's gonna be two or three wins. And the worst part is that they're gonna be in every game. They're gonna lose every game by like four or five points. That's the, tough. It's just man. that. It's just that the teams they're playing against are more refined, have have better offenses, and it's just going to be tough for them to win those kind of games and only score 20, 24 points. Yes, you go. We do have a Facebook comment from oh. Hassani Worrell. Oh, the, the, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You guys see it properly. The Bajan sensation, my friend, Hassani Worrell. He Not says Worrell. it definitely is the Super Bowl in terms of the emotions. Bajan, I got you, brother. Well, I mean, no. I got you, brother, Bajan. No. <laughs> I got Bajan That's Mokan's boy. Bajan sensation, Hassani Worrell. You keep saying the same thing. <laughs> He's the sensation, man. He's Bajan. Uh, if we didn't laugh the first time, it doesn't get funnier it as funnier you explain every it. single time because it's mad respect for the major sensation Hassani Royal, my friend. Uh, the new version of the NWO. Mm-hmm. Uh, are we going to tap the brakes on this 2-0 start because they've had these good starts and then they always flame out and they become like hurricane season and implode upon each other during a football game? Like I like what they've been doing so far. They've got five receivers with touchdowns, which in lower divisions, it's, it's impressive. Bring back the Wildcat. They <laughs> they've got, like, Stefan Tirelli is having a great season so far, like, defensively. But there's a lot of things that worries me. There's only one guy that gets interceptions. There's no sacks on defense after two games. The whole team as a whole, I think they've been lucky with their schedule more than they, They're going 3-0. They have to start the season. They face Goon Squad, Seventh Rounders, and Sharknado. Um, it's about uh, so the thing is like, especially Seventh Rounders and Sharknado. There's talent on those teams, but they're n- they're new to FPF. It's not refined. And and when you're playing against an experienced team, it it's just difficult because you you haven't learned what to do yet in different situations. And for that reason, um, I, and I mean, it, it sucks that this happens that their first. Real test is week four against Hot Sauce Sports. But it's the first time they've played a team, which wow. they're undefeated against, by the way. They're undefeated against my teams. Wow. That's but sad. It's the first time, it's the first time they're going to face a team that's as experienced as they are. So what needs to be convinced, like for you, PZ, and for you, Simone, even Chris, you can jump in as well if you want to talk about this. If they were to beat Hot Sauce Sports in week four, does that put more of a, of a confidence point saying, okay, they're legit, we can take them for real now? Well, if NWO goes 4-0... I agree with Peace that their their first two games have been easy and that's I believe that's why they've been so successful is the stats as a whole hasn't been very impressive, but they've been winning. If they're able to step it up a little bit, go three and and beat Odd Sauce Sports in week four, you are staring at a four and record. Unless you have a ridiculous collapse and you finish four and six, they should be alright. Yeah. Yeah, that's okay, uh, I, look. They're, they're going to make the playoffs and, and at four and six, at four and you already made you already yeah. made the playoffs. Well, I, I, probably no, like, already. Like I said. We four will will we'll definitely have a, a gauge of how how good the team actually is, but they're, they're starting three and zero. So either way, regardless of, of the team being you know one of the top teams or you know perhaps maybe a strong middle of the pack team, either way, the, because of the start they'll make the playoffs. Because yeah. then you basically got to win two games to, to make the playoffs. Not even. It's true. Not even necessarily. Like Sixteen no. out of twenty. No. Yeah. So, so like four. four. So even like three games you might yeah. get. Three and seven yeah. makes it in most yeah. likely. Anyways. It's, That's the it's off deeper. Right now, minimum. It's, it's deeper than it has been in previous seasons in, in Div Six, so it may not. But I'm saying there's a good chance three or four wins may get you in. How sad would that be if you're one of the four teams that don't make the playoffs? Dep- depends. If you're zero and six, if you're zero and ten, you're not supposed to make the playoffs. Yeah. But if you're if they're like the sixteen team and like four and six, it's tough. 
All right, so who has a better quarterback future, the Simon Dagenet man crush in three years' time? Is it Alessandro Barzoni or your boy, Matt Pizzaturo, who has played quarterback for the first time? He did play a couple of times last year. So which yeah. quarterback are you buying right now to have a better quarterback future? I'm buying Alessandro Barzoni. So that's your I, man crush in three yeah, years? Yeah, he's been playing really well. I, I know Talent has been a very successful franchise-ish for the few seasons they've played. I don't see why... He will not continue on this hot streak that they have. I think he's a contender for the QB of the year this season. And I don't, the, the only difference is I don't see Matt Pizzaturo being a contender for QB he's of the year this season. That you That's all right. That's all right. Oh boy. He's good, but it, it's like no, compared to like number one to like number two and three, it's it's cl- it's a close race. They're both good quarterbacks, but Barazzoni, I think, has a better ceiling. I like Barazzoni overall uh, because as he gets better, He'll play with better talent, and he's shown that he doesn't feel the need to put everything on his on his own shoulders. That he uses that he he knows he has a talented squad, and so he's going to use his players to the best and uh, uh, put them in the best situation for success. Whereas uh, Matt Pizzatoro has a cannon, and he's going to force balls. He's going to he's. It's funny because you asked you talk about the Simon Dajne man crush. This to me the, the closest comparison to to Matt Pizzatoro is Simon Dajne is that I see him being the kind of guy who's going to throw thirty five ish touchdowns and but also fifteen ish interceptions. He has a hairstyle like Simon Dajne. Like you need to cut that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> ASAP, ASAP. Well, Get your like, shit together. Well, it's not as bad as Mokan. So would, would you say we're not getting haircut in two weeks? By the way, the process. Is why can't you just cut it earlier? It's a process, my friend. We're, we're going what to is, Sixers okay. process. Mom, what is the process? I'm curious. Like the Sixers had their process. This is but the process. Yes, but I can define the Sixers process. I don't know what your process it's is. The process, the foundation to build a proper haircut for this. this so, so what happens if in two weeks it doesn't look good? Oh, it's gonna look good. Don't worry. But, no, but what the happens? What, what's your plan B? You, you realize? Not? You realize? Don't worry, no matter what, do another process for June. You realize no matter what it looks like, we're gonna say it looks bad, and we're gonna tell everyone else to tell you it looks bad. Don't worry about just that. Just to get in your head. You can tell what, Chris, <laughs> yeah, Alex? Don't head. worry about that. Don't worry about that. We got you, Mokai. Don't worry. All right, so. In this case, with uh, Pizzatore, would you take him in a 40-bomb challenge and Barazzoni yes. for five plays? Yes. One play, give me Pizzatore. Five plays, give me Alessandro Barazzoni. It's fair. Either way. The, 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 he'd, he'd be like, you know, the Colts subbed in Jacoby Brissett to throw the Hail Mary. <laughs> so, so most, Alex, Alex, Andrew Luck over <laughs> here yeah. and he's yeah. Jacoby Brissett. So, looking at 6D, the next – are we looking at uh, – DGC and uh, Los Cietos Amigos as being the Bama and Clemson of this division. Well, the or problem is that the, the top teams of this division get promoted to Division 6 for the playoffs. Right. No, we, that we know, yes. The top we, four, we had yeah. a very confusing conversation yeah, we, yeah, last week. Yeah, where Eagle kind of confused all of us, and we <laughs> thought there's a 7D and 7E in this uh, whole league of ours. Words are hard. <laughs> um, the thing is, so like, Los Cietos Amigos, I, I, I kind of really like. I, I, I enjoyed watching their team in the fall. Um, DGC, to, and I was talking to uh, Fodi Evangelista today, actually about about their team, and I was saying that I kind of feel like they're just they're, they're in a weird spot where they're too good for Division Six D and not good enough to compete in Division Six. Did you see? Yeah, I agree. And so, like, it just it, even when placing them in Division, was, that was the most difficult thing. It was like I get his point of why they should they shouldn't be in Division Six, but I also know deep down they don't belong in Division Six D. I agree. I think it's one of those teams that I hope for their sake that these next, you know, eight weeks of FPF are gonna help them grow just a little bit more and be able to compete in Division Six. I think they're gonna have a tough time if they're placed, you know, middle of the back div six and they're gonna have to win three or four games in Div Six. But at the same time 
with 10 more weeks of practice, there's a chance that they're able to upset one of the few teams in the six in the playoffs because we it's fair to say they're going to make the difference. Obviously, playoffs. Eagles giggling about something here. Well, because I have a green bottle, yes, I know. I know, so why it, don't you show the audience? Yeah, it disappears. <laughs> I can. It disappears. <laughs> Because of our very real background. It disappears into the uh, yeah. night of we're talking the uh, about real background. Bars. The real background is behind we us. We change it constantly. It's real. Chris, uh, <laughs> next week we're wearing green, huh? so come in green next week, please. <laughs> green man costumes. Team of the, team of the week, uh, real bros of Simi Valley. Does anyone get this reference? Yeah, I think I do. Because like, it's I supposed don't. to be a YouTube thing, and then I stop caring. I don't know what it is. I thought it Eagle. Yeah. Research. No, Mokan, what do you think it is first? Okay, let's, uh, adult, let's all guess what it is. Adult okay, film okay, okay. angle. This is what we're going to do. Okay. The three of us are going to guess what it is. And then Chris the Vivay oh. will we'll choose which one's right. And then Eagle's going to give us the what's answer. actually right. But yeah. then we're still going to go with whatever Chris says. All right, so uh, Mo. I think it's more of an adult film angle. Like Which which adult film angle? Which angle there's, specifically? There's a TV show I think there was like back in the up day. Up top? Like real something <laughs> in Silicon Valley. From behind? So adult, yeah. that adult really. I think it's something. Anyway, that's what I think. I think it's adult. You? I feel like it's a reference to Entourage we don't get. Um, I was going to say a reference to a show I don't remember, so that would have been good. <laughs> um, I think it is a band of kidnappers uh, kidnapping celebrities across Silicon Valley. All right, so your answer, Chris, who has the right answer? First thing that came to my head was Silicon Valley. So Yes! <laughs> the show. Yeah. Yes. yeah. So I win. So The Real Bros of Simi Valley is a YouTube TV series um, which actually stars the... Uh, I guess I'll call him the Dick Burglar from the first season of uh, American Vandal. So you use okay, okay, like the guy who drew, okay, didn't draw what, the dick. Spoilers, okay, but what is it about? So though? who's close to who's? Oh, but Simi, Simi Valley's that it's in California. It's where they film a bunch of stuff. Okay, but what is it about? It's though? in L.A. It's a bunch of bros. <laughs> All right, so but nothing. So, so entourage, <laughs> yes. So I was close, but, then. but Chris chose me though, so I'm right. It's true. The series is described what? as... It's not an adult film. It's on YouTube. No, <laughs> it, it's, uh, I was right. Living in Simi no, has been not. pretty chill for these four best friends, but now that high school ended 10 years ago, it might be time for right. the bros to grow Next up. Next topic. Chris uh, is my dude. Entourage. That's Chris exactly it. Yeah, but you're wrong because Chris right, didn't so choose you. Real right. bros in Valley are one-on-one. This show's not about learning. No. It's, it's also not about adult films, apparently. Yeah, probably not. Uh, two of the receivers, uh, John Franklin and Ryan Shapiro, are in the top five in receiving yards so far. Mind you, we have four guys who have caught a ball or more. Uh, Evan Leinbringer, uh, take away his passing percentage, seven TDs, no INTs, but he's been sacked five times. Uh, they've been on the receiving end of a couple. Of, they, have, they had a blowout, and they, had a, they were experiencing a blowout as well. So do we like their potential, given that they have two guys in the top five in receiving yards, and they have a quarterback who's thrown seven TDs, no INTs so far this season, gentlemen? I don't know. Um, oh, perfect. Like, yes! With the, so, like, you know, if we, I can, we can't all be at every field all the time. I actually haven't seen them in person yet. I will see them by the end of the season. Um, my concern is that they may be just one of these teams that fit into Division 6D where, you know, they, they may be a team that's just learning the ropes and win, you know, win a couple of games. Because... The the when I saw this team, I thought Ryan Shapiro was going to be throwing. He threw previously for Goofy Goobers. He's a good quarterback. He uh, attempted one pass in this game, but it seems to be Evan Leibinger's team. Um, I like that he's not turning the ball over, so that's something the positive. Sacks, but though. they but they also got trashed by the Brewers, who historically have been a bad FPF team. They look like the Seahawks against the. Uh Real Simi Valley over there, boys. Next week they if play If you mispronounce Hawks, yeah. it could be an old film. 
Next week they play Potatoes. We know that Potatoes are going to be bringing in subs because of a last-minute scheduling conflict. Potatoes. Uh, so that's maybe a W. So we'll still have no information. Exactly. So we'll go on the unknown. It's like North Korea. We don't know what's going on there, but we leave it's a country out there. Uh, looking. Oh, well, yeah. A prediction. Since we're going off the basis that we don't know this team here, I want you guys to give like a random number of wins that they'll have this year, including you, Chris. You'll give a random number, and whoever's closest will get a trophy from the back of the studio right here. Yes, okay? they play eleven d five. Okay, perfect. <laughs> they're they're one and one. They're playing potatoes, b ballers, Bud Knights, Los Siete Amigos, Le Cassie. <laughs> yeah, this radio, BDR, and Falsor. Did you see my face? I was like, oh man, this this say the finest. You can say like different teams, and we'll be like, okay, cool, that's fine. Let's go ra- list radio. What else can we list? Can you read us your grocery list for the week? Yes. <laughs> if I made a grocery list, I would. <laughs> It'd be Skittles, Mars bars. What else? Yeah, you, you, you have like atrocious Skittles. health. Yeah. Yeah, you man. need to be followed by a specialist, like diabetes doctors times two or something like that, and like psychologists. Oh, in a day. Uh, average day here, Eagle, because you're uh, a key component to this whole podcast, webcast. How many coffees do you have per day? Like four. How many energy drinks do you have That's per not day? That bad. For no, time, no, no for energy drinks. What about uh, candy? You're a big candy guy. Not that much, to be honest. So if I put a bag of skills right next oh, to I'll you. Oh, I'll demolish it. <laughs> okay, perfect. Without even finishing I'll the question. I'll demolish it. He won't buy it for himself. No, no but next. Well, we'll, we'll, do, it, we'll do it as yeah. a test, though. We'll, uh, we'll, I'll bring a bag of Skittles next you can't to him and I'll put it right there. See what I'm thinking, no, I get Skittles because I don't like them all that much. Which ones do you want? He likes the sour candy. Sour candy. Yeah. But, but, but you're a big sour. He's not sour here. watermelons. Go to like bulk barn. He's not here. Buy a whole bunch of them. I'll eat the whole bag. I like the in one episode or, or one okay. whole show episodes. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> we should buy like kilos of it. Yeah, yeah we'll buy it. We're we gonna drown him. Laugh. I bought five kilos and left in my locker for my first semester, and I demolished them. No, but like you're gonna weeks. have like three hours. It was to last eat them. Week. It's yeah, gonna give you dummy aches. Five kilos of like right. sour watermelons, you're gonna die. Yes. Okay, she wants your department quarterback woes. Uh, in the it's my department, what? it is your department because you're a woeful quarterback. Uh, okay, Mokan, come on. In top ten, Mokan. You look at the top ten quarterbacks in this division, six D. Uh, eight of them have thrown multiple ints, so we're talking about two, if not three, four ints so far. Uh, there is no top ten quarterback minus one who has twenty passing completions that has thrown for above sixty percent. So everyone's below fifty percent. Everyone's below 55%, and everyone's throwing multiple INTs. Is this trust the process here, Simon, to make sure guys just stick with it and don't get discouraged by this whole The one process? thing about Division 6D is it's a lot of new teams, a lot of new quarterbacks, a lot of guys who don't necessarily know a lot about FPF. It's the first two weeks, right? So it, you you got to learn at some point, and you got to know what you're doing. Uh, m- my only advice to these guys would be, like, you you've played two games already. Learn from the games that you've played and try not to make the same mistakes again. You're going to face different defenses. So you're going to try to get chemistry with your receivers. It takes time. Don't get discouraged by one or two bad performances. But if you have a game where you throw no inter- no touchdowns and like four picks, you s- scrap everything you've done and try again. Like it, you did everything wrong. There's like... <laughs> but there's no... Like, everything. The, the, everything's everything. wrong. There's Change no everything. Yeah, like your face isn't working for you. Change everything. You just buy new jerseys. <laughs> <laughs> buy new jerseys. Change your shorts. Yeah, everything. Also, change your socks. It could be superstitious. Yeah, um, but the biggest issue is so because Simo is capable of actual analysis. The real difference in, in division between Division Six and Division Sixty is in quarterbacking. Not only the caliber of quarterback, but also the the um, these teams don't have a system yet. They don't know the plays that work in FPF. Yes. Eagle asked me to get closer to you. 
All right, <laughs> this is really weird. Would you like us to introduce kids. ourselves again? Yes, please. Hi, we're Mokai. <laughs> and I did it very subtly, but he had to make it awkward. <laughs> You're like, like, come on, come on, get closer. Subtly, too. And they, I, like, I was like, you, you can speak to your own microphone. Slowly. You don't need mine. Are you going for the kiss? <laughs> um, so that's the thing I said, and now I'm freaked out, so I'm not All right, Chris, uh, to get a real quarterback's perspective here, uh, you are... Mr. 25% said that, by the way. <laughs> 24.7. But for a 60 quarterback, what is the key for them to develop and continue to ascend up the ladder? Steroids. I think Peace was getting to that. Like, like Teams are still testing the waters, I think, in 60. Like I remember when I first started playing quarterback, like I was just trying a little bit of everything. I think you need to do what instinctively you feel comfortable with. Like If you're a running quarterback, run around. And, and and find the plays and then it's, it's, it's trial and error. So like like obviously this is you can't just run around either because you know that a quarter, playing quarterback is more you're gonna go further with your arm than your legs. So ideally you gotta find like a balance in between in, in between that. So I think you just it's just getting those reps in and just making the mistakes and then learning from those mistakes and that's how you ascend. Uh, I mean that's for me like that's if I, I, I say that from my if you compare my numbers from like when I first started. Like I was running way more than I was passing, and then I realized, hey, I'm we're getting this amount of wins because I'm running too much. Let's start passing more, and like from there you develop on. So I think that for 6D you just have to just go with it, and and you just gotta, like I said, make the mistakes, and and you, and you learn, and you and you learn from like from what you did wrong. Hopefully. So what what I've learned from you is that you were the RG3 before RG3 became what he was. Run, 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 and. And throw afterwards. Yeah, minus the injuries, I'd say. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Look at this, this guy. I'll just run around. I'll just, I'll right, just so run and and you know, the offensive rookie of the year is status. All right, here, here's yeah. a question for you. Would Chris Juve go perfect in a 60 game as a quarterback? Probably. Perfect? Probably not, maybe not perfect. Like, let's say 25 to 25. No, but he'd, he'd, he'd have a perfect quarterback rating. I don't, I don't think he'd, he'd, go, he'd be perfect. Like, you just miss a throw or a guy will drop it. Do you have 60 receivers? Yeah, that's true. It's 25 for 25. He's going to have five drops. If it won't be us. his fault. If he has us. Uh, yeah, he's going to go 20 for 25. Kinda, I'm going to drop I'm at least a, four I'm of them. I'll drop one. I need piece of snap, though. I need piece of snap. Nice. Oh, boy. If you have Mokan as a receiver, he's dropping seven. No, I ain't yeah. dropping seven. His finger is still broken from the 24.7% per completion percentage. All right. It's now time for <laughs> games of the week. Uh, All right. Because oh, I yes. pick games in my article, I will actually announce the games for you guys. Boo. Actually, I pick games in Marc-André Delaunier's article. Boo. So read that part. Ignore the rest. Um, <laughs> Don't read French stuff. Um, with that said, um, I'll, I'll list the games for you guys to yes. pick. How many games do you want? Because we didn't plan this at all. Uh, three for each division. Three for six each division. So eight. No. Because whatever Mokan said is wrong. In a battle of undefeateds, Vic in the box. Take on average Joes. Mokan. Vic in the box. Yeah, Vic in the box. Chris Rivet, without knowing who's who, <laughs> who do you got? I know Vic in the box. So all right. Vic in the box. He's got Vic in the box. <laughs> Um, Zone 6 ballers who may show up to the game uh, take on unknown talent, uh, Alessandro Barrettoni, ex-Zone 6 baller himself, who will win this game. Oh, you know he's going to win. Unknown talent. I don't care who shows up for Zone 6 ballers. Give me talent. I'm going with UT. The, uh, the team now who's at the top of oh Division God, 6, Dog Pound, down. take on the uh -huh. struggling but veteran pension plan. Give me a pension plan. Wait, what? Say it again? Nope. I'm already on the Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> so plan. Who you got? Okay, because you started with Bud. That's and Vince then Pisano's team, right? Yes, that's right. Pension plan. Pension plan. Nah. Yeah. Pension plan's losing this game. Two? Oh, Who's the team they're losing to? 
when you weren't listening because you were screwing around with your pen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you couldn't get that in three minutes. But then you also said plenty of words. Say bud. Yeah, because I'm describing the teams. No, he said bud, like bud nights. Yeah, Dark Pound's winning. 16. <laughs> Name one player on Dog Pound. Eagle. <laughs> right? So, no. Yes. Eagle told me to join the team next week. Two new teams to face off uh, Rosedale Renovations and Lionhearts. What do you mean Lionhearts? Rosedale Renovations. R- renovations. Because? Well, they, they lost a close one this week. It's all about... And Lionhearts <laughs> offense has been mediocre. So I, so I don't think they're going to be able to, to score more than like six, maybe 12. I think Rosedale is going to be able to score like uh, 19. Excellent analysis. Chris, who you got? I'm going with Lionhearts strictly on the name. Fair. Perfect. <laughs> That's fair. That's the way you do it. <laughs> Gold Rush take on Lake Asse. Gold Rush having played only one game, one night game. Lake Asse lost week one, one week two. Give me Gold Rush. No, Lake Asse. Because the, the name? Gold Rush. Yes. Gold Rush. Last game. Uh, Brewers take on past our prime time. Give me the Brewers. Yeah, I'll take Brewers. I have to go with my boy, Jeffrey Lafarbe. Brewers. That's because you're on the same team with him in a hard division. You can't go against them. You can. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> All right, so uh, <laughs> first, uh, first wage, he's like, man, where the hell did I come in for 14 weeks for this piece <laughs> of crap show in this shipping container with a bunch of idiots? Sounds he's about like, right. Oh my God, where's GM when we need him? These lights are very bright. Yeah, straight in our bright. faces. Yeah. I know it's new, but straight in our faces. Yeah. Okay, so there you have it. Another Those are final thoughts. <laughs> that was the final thoughts. Episode in the books. Simone and Dadjian have no idea who the dog pound are as his pen flew right behind them and missed out who the dog pound were playing. Like, just why couldn't you get your pen three minutes later? Yeah. Well, also, why did you start off by saying Bud Nights and then realize it was Bud You didn't say Bud Nights <laughs> at all. But you, but you, you had like a three Did anyone else in the room hear Bud Nights? No. Right. Like you had a three year old. Shut up. You had a three you had a, a reaction from a three year old. We were like, oh man, my pen. Oh, oh man. You just totally forgot about the show. No, I was All focused right. on Mokan. Magic words, please. Does Dave Chappelle wear boxes or briefs? Good night, Duke University. Boxers. You think he's a boxers guy? No, I think he's a boxers guy. Yeah, like, he seems like pretty chill, so like, you gotta ha- let it hang with his right? Yeah, you can't. You, that shit you, know, you can't. Boxer beefs, like, for me, boxer beefs is the game changer. Of course. Yeah. Just the whole game.